When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Hello, everyone. The tea harvest in Guizhou, China, is well underway, and the very first tea leaves of spring were harvested this week in northern India. Here are this week's headlines. The United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization says the tea industry can help transform the global agri-food system. TBiz recounts 2021's advances in health and wellness, a T in 22 forecast. And domestic demand drives Bangladesh's surge in production. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Elliptia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. The Director General of the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, FAO, said this week that tea can play a leading role in the transformation of global food systems. Quote, To end world hunger and poverty, it is critical that we transform our agri-food systems, Chu Dongyu told members of the 24th session of FAO's Intergovernmental Group on Tea. His opening remarks welcomed a delegation of government officials and tea association representatives from 60 countries to the day-long virtual event. Tea is labor-intensive and that provides jobs and income to many of the poorest rural communities in the world, including women and their families. Nine million of the 13 million people employed in the global tea industry are smallholder farmers producing 60% of the world's tea. This makes tea an important contributor to the achievement of the UN's 2030 Agenda and the Sustainable Development Goals. In addition, tea export earnings represent an important source of revenues, especially for many low-income countries that need foreign exchange to pay for their food import bills and to buy goods and services from world markets, writes FAO. FAO estimated the value of global tea production at $17 billion, while trade is valued at $8 billion. 
Chew said data indicated an increase in tea consumption during pandemic lockdowns as people took comfort in tea during the most difficult moments. The sector faces a number of challenges that require urgent attention, said Chu. These include the ongoing climate crisis, the need to improve the sustainability of the tea supply chain, low levels of productivity, and cost pressure faced by actors along the value chain. Business Insight Chu mentioned smallholders several times during his remarks, drawing attention to their needs for technical and financial support to invest in pest and disease-resistant varieties and to improve productivity. He said the Confederation of International Tea Smallholders can provide valuable support in this regard. Global production by smallholders is increasing. In China and Vietnam, smallholders now produce 80% of the tea grown. In India, Kenya, and Sri Lanka, more than half the tea is grown by smallholders, and production by smallholders in Indonesia is nearing 50%. Advances in Tea Health and Wellness The 11th of 12 Tea in 22 Forecasts for the New Year Several research papers and one profound discovery about the chemistry of tea mark 2021 as an important year for advances in tea health and wellness. In October, researchers at ETH Zurich reported that, quote, tea catechins aren't, in fact, antioxidants, but rather pro-oxidants that improve the organism's ability to defend itself, similar to a vaccination, writes Dr. Michael Ristow. In a study of nematodes, Ristow and his associates found that tea improved health and extended lifespans. The findings from the study translate well to humans, he said. Quote, the basic biochemical processes by which organisms neutralize oxygen-free radicals are conserved in the evolution history and are present in everything from unicellular yeast to humans, he said. The study was published in the journal Aging. Several new research reports were published in 2020 and 2021, illustrating T's extraordinary ability to act as a booster of human immune systems, writes Peter Goji, president of the Tea Association of the U.S. Quote, cardiovascular health, immune-boosting properties, and improvement of mood are the most popular reasons as to why people drink tea, according to a qualitative survey by Seton Hall University, according to Goji, who noted that consumers embraced the calming effects of tea during the crisis as they consumed more tea at home. In July, researchers in England concluded that children as early as age four benefit from drinking tea. Tea helps combat obesity, stress, aids relaxation, influences brain functions such as alertness and concentration, and is an ideal replacement for sugary drinks, according to Dr. Pamela Mason, whose work appeared in the peer-reviewed journal Nutrition and Food Technology. Drinking tea daily could help preserve physical and mental health in childhood through the teens and adulthood 
pregnancy and into old age, she said. Due to the pandemic, tea emerged as a safe and popular plant-based beverage, an ideal base for the addition of functional ingredients, according to Dr. Nada Milosevic, a Harvard-trained physician and faculty member at the Harvard Medical School. Dr. Milosevic is the founder of the Integrative Health Program at Massachusetts General Hospital. Quote, the historical underpinning showed the idea of food as medicine has been around for millennia in many different ways from many different cultures, she said. In her keynote address at the UC Davis Global Tea Initiative Colloquium, Milosevic said modern practitioners are seeing some of the ways that food and tea, which is no exception, can have certain health applications. She cited adaptogens, an herb class that can really play a role in anxiety and stress reduction. Quote, adaptogens can have a constitutionally normalizing effect on the body and even be helpful with focus and sleep. Many of the things that many of us have faced in many different ways, given what we've all been dealing with in the last two years now with the pandemic, she said. Business Insight Peter Goji announced the Tea Association of the USA will host the 6th International Scientific Symposium on Tea and Human Health in 2022. In 2012, the symposium convened in Washington, D.C., where participants reviewed the results of 5,649 studies on tea, including 2,878 studies on health and wellness, as well as 1,000 studies on tea and cancer, and 800 studies on tea and human health. Enticed by strong domestic demand, 6,000 tea smallholders in the northern districts of Bangladesh and the region's 167 large farms powered a surge in production to a record high of 96.5 million kilos in 2021. The record growth results from good weather, greater investment in training and technology, and a significant increase in acreage under tea. In the past, smallholders that planted on slopes were tardy with plucking rounds of 30 to 45 days. Tea in the flatlands is now plucked every 7 to 10 days. 15 years ago, tea growers produced 53 million kilos annually. In 2021, production on registered estates increased 11.7%, and smallholders grew an additional 14.5 million kilos, mainly unbranded. Robust economic growth of 4.5% in 2021 has helped fuel domestic consumption to the point that tea imports declined by 93% in the past few years. The Bangladesh Tea Board now projects exports of 15 to 20 million kilos by 2023, after meeting domestic demand totaling more than 90 million kilos, according to Major General Mohammed Asafar Aslam. Bangladesh's GDP is expected to accelerate to 7.5% in 2022. Quote, I can tell you with certainty that both quality and output at our own garden, Kazi and Kazi Tea Estate, 
in Bangladesh remains strong and has done so through the pandemic. And quote reports Tim Bradley, CEO Tetuya Organic Teas, an international brand owned by KKTE. The company's 4,000 acres of organic regenerative gardens in the Tetulia region and Panchagar, quote, supports the Bangladeshi brand KKT and our U.S. and U.K. brand Tetulia, as well as sales on the open market, Bradley explained. Quote, we see a general rise in capability and have confidence in T's positive quality trends in Bangladesh, he said. Biz Inside Domestic consumption increased at a brisk rate annually until the onset of the pandemic. At-home occasions rose in 2020, but the people of Bangladesh, about 55%, prefer to take their tea away from home. Branded tea dominates the market with a 75% share over non-branded teas. Consumption has since returned to pre-pandemic levels of 95 million kilos. Fifteen years ago, Bangladesh imported 5 to 7 million kilos per year to meet demand. In 2020, imports fell to 670,000 kilos, and last year's bounty means imports, mainly from Kenya and India, will remain negligible in 2022. Arvinda and Theraman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for the week ending 19th February 2022. It's been yet another quiet week in North India and only Gohati auctions were held. Assam and the Duars, where plucking began in mid-February, have begun their first invoices. But in Darjeeling, plucking has only just begun and the teas are yet to arrive. One of the first estates to bring out their first batches of spring teas is the Rohini Tea Estate, with tea made from an early flushing clone. In South India, auctions took place as usual across all the centres. Orthodox leaves saw good demand in Cochin. In comparison of prices for the same week, places 2022 between 2020 and 2021. Exporters to CIS countries in the Middle East were active. CTC Leaf, on the other hand, saw more upcountry buyers. In Kunur, the pattern was similar. Orthodox leaves saw better demand. Buyers were selective for CTC Leaf, but exporters and domestic buyers were active for Orthodox Leaf. And now, a word from our sponsor. Q-Trade understands that a successful tea blend goes beyond the creative fusion of appearance, aroma, and flavor. Our multi-award winning product development team is passionate about converting natural ingredients into sensory experiences that customers crave. Every recipe is formulated with a commercial backbone of dependable quality sourcing with a pricing structure that supports a safe, regulated, profitable, and scalable blend. Q-Trade meets every brand's retail, food service, and e-commerce need. For more information, visit our website, qtradetees.com. This week, TBS travels to the Tea History Collection in the UK, where Bernadine Tay discusses modern innovations in tea with taster extraordinaire Mike Bunston. Mike Bunston, officer of the most excellent order of the British Empire, 
is chairman of the London Tea History Association, honorary chair of the International Tea Committee, and he serves as Sri Lanka's tea ambassador. He began his career in tea at the Wilson Smith and Company brokerage in 1959. Munston recently visited the tea history collection in Banbury, Oxfordshire, to videotape a tasting of modern teas, including milk tea, a jasmine mango fruit tea, and his first taste of bubble tea. Charlie Short, co-founder of the Tea History Collection, organized the tasting and narrates this exchange. So, Mike, how long have you been a tea taster? I've been a tea taster for 63 years. And how many cups of tea do you think you've had in your life? Oh, millions, it's got to be. Don't ask me how many. And have you ever had bubble tea? No. Mm, Not bubble. (laughs) I have to say, I find... For me, the bubbles are strange, but I guess people love them, otherwise they wouldn't be setting. Food and drink. (laughs) (laughs) Takes a long time to chew. (laughs) I could last, my goodness. I I have to be honest, if I was blindfolded and had to taste that, no way would I say it's tea. But I'm thrilled that they're using tea. Mike next tries a jasmine-infused mango fruit tea with a light chichuri balls. A very pleasant fruit drink, for sure. I, I'm finding, I mean, I love um, jasmine tea. It is hard to get that, and I think that's because there's the overlay of sugar and all the other sweetness. But it's a very pleasant drink, you can't deny that. I mean, if somebody gave me one in the summer, or any time, like now, I'd, I'd drink it, yeah. yeah. Because as I say, I, I didn't any tea flavour with that. There is just a hint of the jasmine tea in that one. But I'm a particular lover of jasmine tea, I suppose. It's, it's hit the spot for me. But I, and it's a perfectly cold summer drink, isn't it? This one is a black tea infused with taro, a purple root vegetable from Southeast Asia. It also has lychee chewy balls. A cocktail, it sounds like a step too far, but we'll see. I find it very interesting, actually. No, I, I do. I find that very interesting. I, 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 I think I get the potato as well. So you like it? I actually quite do. I quite do, yeah. yeah. It's certainly different. What I think I like about it is it's not nearly as sweet as the others. Now, it was all right in the orange one, which was basically expected to be sweet. The other thing I think was just a bit too sweet, certainly, because my, my taste, this one, I think that's got that sort of well, it's potatoes. And I, even if you hadn't told me, I think I'd have, I'd have guessed something like that. Mike, which one is your favourite? I think the orange one first, then this, then the first one I tasted. I probably won't, but if somebody offered me one, I'd be very happy to drink it again. <laughs> I'm Bernadine T founder of Quintessential Teas and one of the founding directors of the European Speciality Tea Association. Join me as Mike Bunston shares his insights into modern tea innovations after his very first tasting of bubble tea. When you were first asked to taste bubble tea, did you have any expectations of what this could be? 
I don't know why, I naively thought bubble tea meant tea literally with bubbles in it, because um, I had tasted a, a tea champagne, which was made purely out of tea not many months ago, and I thought it must be something like that. But not at all. It's got the um, tapioca. I can never remember which one it is. Yes, it's correct. It's tapioca balls. And when I took my first suck, <laughs> first got liquid and then got the meal, as it were. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. This is extraordinary. It's a wonderful, extraordinary sensation. Um, and then, of course, they put the three in front of me, very different ones. The first two were sweet. One was just like, if you like, um, a bit like a smoothie. Second one was more like a, a, a sweet orangey type drink. Mm-hmm. A bit too sweet for my taste, but uh, but I, I enjoyed that. And then the third one, I said, now, this one is very different. Be careful when you... I said, oh, rather like this. had potatoes in it. The colour was slightly off-putting, but it, I said, I like that. That tastes good. And I said, the reason I'm saying it is because for my taste, it was the least sweet. To me, it was an attractive drink. Having tasted millions of cups of teas as a tea taster, what do you think of the texture of the chewy tapioca balls or the fruit chunks in this colourful, customizable frappuccino-style beverage? Well, personally, my view is we could have probably done without them. But then as I got chewing, as it were, I thought, oh, this is quite interesting. I can see why, why, this, why this attracts people. Innovation is about creating something new that solves a problem. Do you see that with bubble tea? Yes. But I can see, I can <laughs> see that that is something for, for this generation. And, you know, it's a real get up and go. You go and buy it. You can walk through the street and, and drink it, and whatever, if you're in a rush. Total contrast to the way I traditionally always drink tea. You know, always, always a teapot, always a cup, properly done. But mm-hmm. it is fascinating. And clearly, they've got, a, they've got a great thing here. It's a very nice, colourful beverage with different options and, you know, customizable. So that, I think, makes it very appealing to young people. You, you imagine if you're, um, you know, a young person working in London or any major city in the world, doesn't matter, you know, and you've got a short time to have lunch, you're out and about, you press on to meet a friend, if you can pick up one of those and, 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 and suck it and you know, chew it as you go along in a way you, it's almost as good as a light meal, isn't it? So I think it, this is the thing. It's, it's trendy. Um, it's very practical, but it gives you all the goodness that you want from tea and, and everything else with this little added thing with the, with the tapioca bubbles. So I think it's, it's clever. The mark of good innovation is its staying power. So do you think bubble tea is here to stay? Well, I think... I could have said a while back without knowing much about it, I expect it's just another fad. But having now experienced it and having heard much more from you guys about it all, I, said, um, I think it, you've probably got something that will, will have staying power for sure, yeah. I love tea. Um, when I talk about tea, I talk about camellias and menses. So anything that has got tea in it, I'm happy with. What I'm not happy with, really, are all these things that say they're tea on the supermarket shelves, like mint tea, which when you look is mint and no tea. Mm-hmm. or fruit tea, which is fruit and no tea, and, and that really upsets me. Um, but if it's got tea in, fine, uh, and that's just a great thing with this. They're using tea as a base and yep. bringing it up, as you say, to the 21st century. I think with what people can do nowadays, with modern technology and all the bright ideas people have, all things are possible. The Tea History Collection commemorates the history of tea and preserves important items associated with the industry. Viewings and reservations for meetings are by appointment at the privately owned museum and audiovisual centre in Banbury. To learn more, visit 
www.thehistory.co.uk. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.